You know, we recognize that when we inherit multiple traditions, they don't always fit together perfectly. We who are Americans and Jews like to emphasize the degree to which the legacy of our country and the legacy of our tradition intermix, complement each other, and enable us, we hope, to become better people. But that doesn't mean that America and Judaism always see eye to eye about everything. And one general category that will help us introduce the subject of this morning's Torah teaching is that American law is based on a concept of rights. We have a bill of rights. Jewish law is based on a concept of duty and obligation. The Ten Commandments is not a bill of rights. American law asks, what do I have the right to do? Jewish law asks, what is my obligation to others, to God, as well as to myself? You can be a good citizen and a rotten human being. You pay your taxes, you obey the law, you're just not a nice person. But Ramban, Nachmanides, in the verse in Vayikra, you shall be holy, Kedoshim Tihiyu, says this verse is in the Torah because you can be Naval Birshut HaTorah, you can be a scoundrel with the permission of the Torah. In other words, you can observe the laws formally and still be a not nice person. But he says, the Torah then comes along to say, you have to be holy. It comes along to say, you should love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, it's not enough to be formally observant. You have to be the kind of person that Judaism teaches us to be. That's not something that could ever be enshrined in American law, but it is in Jewish law. So you ask me, give me a good practical example. Well, let me start with the example from this morning's Torah portion. When the plague of hail comes on the Egyptians, those who believe and trust, they pull their cattle under shelter so that they're not injured. But those who did not seem lave, which is an idiom that means pay attention, but it's a specific kind of idiom, they didn't put heart. They didn't put heart to the danger that their own cattle would be in, their cattle died. Because it is a quality of heart to take care of others. I walk around my neighborhood early in the morning. I generally don't see anyone or I see very few people. And therefore, 
a lot of the time I don't wear a mask because there's no one around. But as soon as someone appears, I put a mask on. Now, why do I do that? I do that because I know that person might be afraid. Because I know that person could be scared to walk by me, even though they may be on the other side of the street or at the corner and I'm at the other corner. And I feel as though it's not a question of whether I have a right not to wear a mask. The discourse of rights is not the Jewish discourse. The question is, do I have Rahmanis? Do I have compassion? Am I reacting with my heart or with my ego? For too much of the last po political seasons and discourses over the last 20 years or more, people have gotten so defensive over what they have the right to do that we have lost the question of what is the decent thing to do? What is the kind thing to do? What is the considerate thing to do? I'm not a doctor. I know that the vast majority of health authorities say that a mask matters, and then there are some that don't. Who am I? to legislate between them. I tend to believe the majority, but I could be wrong. But one thing I do know is when someone walks by me in the street, almost everyone will feel better if I'm wearing a mask. So I don't have to do it for objective truth. I don't have to do it for my rights. I just have to do it for decency, for kindness, for Rahmanut, for compassion. I don't know how many of you that are listening to this listen to our bat mitzvah today, but this was her speech. It was exactly what she said. She said, the greatest power we have is love and kindness. Thank you, Lila. You made my sermon before I gave my sermon. If we would return just as a, even just as a Jewish community, forget for a moment as a nation, but as a Jewish community, to the remembrance that we are not here to be defensive and assertive of all of our rights, but to be caring and loving and giving to one another, we change our behavior. I see how people talk about each other on social media. And I think, where's your Jewish neshama? Where's your Jewish soul? We're not supposed to treat each other that way. We're supposed to seem lave. If some Egyptians could seem lave, could give heart, then why couldn't we? If this is about making someone else feel safe, why can't we? When you pull up at a stop sign and there's a pedestrian about to walk, yeah, it might be your right to go if you got there first, 
but it's not about rights. It's not about grievances, it's about kindness. It's about goodness. It's about decency. The Talmud says that the Jewish people are Rachmanim b'nei Rachmanim. They're compassionate people and the children of compassionate people. That's the Talmudic definition of who we are. We're not people who pound our fists on the table in defense of some right just because it's our right. Do you have to sometimes defend your rights? Absolutely, of course. The Jewish people has learned that again and again and again. But do you as an individual have to defend your right to do things that really don't matter that much and could give great comfort to someone else? No, no. It's about hearts, not about masks. It's about decency, not about rights. Ramban, the same one who said that we have these general principles, the same one who said it's not good to use the formality of law to be a jerk, which is what Naval really means, he said, what is tov v'yashar, what is good and right, is what God loves. So do what is good and right. This is our teaching. It's our legacy. It's our responsibility. We are blessed to live in a land that gives us many many rights. We are even more blessed to have a tradition that teaches us much goodness. So let us be free and let us be kind. Let us have rights, but let us have love. Shabbat Shalom.